Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Activate God's Purpose, where we yield our humanity to God's divinity. Today, I want us to talk about broken heart, crushed spirit. So many of us are walking around with a broken heart and a crushed spirit. In the book of Job, chapter 17, Job describes it this way, and I know a lot of people, millions, are feeling this way. Job 17, verse 1. And right now I just ask the Holy Spirit to take over and God to take over, Jesus to take over. And as you listen, I pray that the healing power of God will flow through your mind, your soul, your spirit, your heart, your body, in the name of Jesus, your emotions. Let healing flow in Jesus' name. You are not alone. There's so many broken hearts out there. And God can and will touch each and every one of us if we let him. So many spirits out there are crushed. God sees, he knows, and he answers And we just need to yield to him. Open up, be vulnerable to God. Let him heal. Sometimes healing is painful in itself. But when God touches you and takes away that hurt, it's gone. But you have to let him in. Broken heart, crushed spirit. Job chapter 17, verse 1. Job says, My spirit is broken. My days are extinguished. The grave is ready for me. There are so many people walking around like that right now, feeling broken, feeling like the walking dead. They appear alive, but inside they don't feel alive. They feel dead. And they're literally just waiting to die. They're slowly dying off. They're slowly dying away. And they know it and they feel it. And they're ready because they're just done. They're done. It's too much. The pain is too much. The agony is too much. The confusion is too much. Feeling lost is too much. Lack. Lack. Financial lack. Emotional lack. Spiritual lack. Physical lack just emptiness and their souls are dying or dead and they don't believe that anything can heal them anyone can heal them or that uh, 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 anything can can reawaken their spirits and so you know they walk around and they're just waiting to die they won't take their lives but they just know that they're dying some people will take their lives unfortunately, but some won't. And they just know that the grave is ready for them and they're not fighting it. They invite the readiness of the grave. But I want to say to you, as it says in Psalm 34 verse 18, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted, 
and saves those who are crushed in spirit. You are brokenhearted. You are crushed in spirit. God is near. You just need to know this. The loneliness, the pain, being alone, spiraling. God is with you. God is near. The Holy Spirit is near. Jesus is near. Believe it. Just reach out. Open your heart. Before you do something stupid, before you do something that you'll regret, before you do something that will hurt you more or hurt people around you and you don't mean to. In Psalm 147, verse 3, it says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. You are wounded. God has the ointment for you. God has the gladness of joy for you. He has the oil of gladness. He has the ointment of peace for you. He binds up their wounds. But we have to give him our wounds. We have to give, them, give him our broken hearts. We have to take them and give them to him. Be vulnerable to him and allow him to heal us. And Psalm 69 is a very interesting scripture. Psalm 69 verse 20 says, Reproach has broken my heart and I am so sick. And I looked for sympathy, but there was none. And for comforters, but I found none. I looked for sympathy, but there was none. And for comforters, but I found none. Sometimes in our pain, we're looking for people, someone to heal us, someone to touch us, someone to make us feel better. But here he says, I found none. I found none. And I'm going to read the same scripture, Psalm 69, verse 20, from the Passion Bible that really describes it well. It says, I am heart sick and heart broken by it all. This was David. He was just in so much pain. So much had been done to him. He had so many enemies. He himself had made wrong moves, but he knew who to go to. That's why God calls him a man after my own heart. Because no matter what David did, he always, always ran back to God. He always went to his maker and worshipped him. He always spoke honestly with God. If he sinned, if someone hurt him, if he was afraid, if he lacked courage, whatever it was, in his best and worst, David always looked up to God. And God called him a man after my own heart. And here he's saying in the Passion Bible, Psalm 69 verse 20, I am heart sick and broken by it all. Their contempt has crushed my soul. Maybe someone has treated you contemptuously. Maybe someone has looked down on you or looked down at you. Someone has talked down at you. 
They look down on you. They talk down at you. They treat you like you're the dirt under their shoes or worse. These things are not new to God. These things are not new in our time. They've been happening since the times of people like David and the Bible. And so he says, I looked for sympathy and compassion, but found only empty stares. He was looking for someone to have sympathy. He was looking for compassion. But what did he find? Emptiness. Empty stares from people. And probably the reason, reason why they had empty stares is because they too were looking for someone to comfort them, for someone to hug them, for someone to love them, for someone to give, give them peace and healing. Also, there are people who really just don't care and they just stare at you. doesn't matter what you're going through. They just look at you like, and so what do you want me to do about it? And they literally don't care. He says in um, verse 21, I was hungry and they gave me bitter food. I was thirsty and they offered me vinegar. Imagine that you're hungry. Imagine that someone has what you need, but instead they give you bitterness. Instead they give you something that will make the situation worse. Instead, they make you feel worse than you already feel. And you're thirsty. What do they give you? Something sour. They give you vinegar. Something that will make the, the, the thirst worse. They give you bitter food. They give you vinegar. Something that will make your situation and your condition even worse. Something that will make you feel even more ruined, even more broken, even more scattered, even more confused, even more lost. Something that will crush you more than you are already crushed. Something that will break your heart, break your spirit more than you already feel broken. Nobody wants to be fed bitterness when they're hurting. Nobody wants to be fed vinegar, sourness when they're hurting. No one wants to be given a blank stare. And so, what do you want me to do about it? No, you want someone to look upon you with compassion. Someone to have sympathy. Someone to say just one kind word. If you could just, even if it's just a smile, or just one kind word will keep you alive, will keep you breathing. One kind word, one smile to, to, to feed your soul, to feed your spirit, to feed your heart, because you're hanging on a thin line, on a thin thread. You're hanging, you're holding onto a very thin line, and it's about to rip, it's about to cut. And if only one person could show you an act of kindness and you don't want to take your life, you know that's not the answer. You really don't want to die. You just want the pain to go away. 
So you know that death is not the answer. But who do you turn to? Who can you go to? It hurts, doesn't it? It really does. I'm not even going to pretend. It hurts like crazy. But stay alive. There's more for you. There's more to you than what has happened to you. And listen to what God says in Isaiah 57, verse 14 to 21. And it will be said, build up, build up. Prepare the way. Remove every obstacle out of the way of my people. This is God. For thus says the high and exalted one who lives forever, whose name is holy. I dwell on a high and holy place and also with the contrite and lowly of heart in order to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. You feel broken and crushed? Humble yourself to God. He will come to you. He will build you up. He will build you up. He is high and exalted, but he will come and meet you where you are. He is holy, but he will meet you where you are. The Holy Spirit will meet you where you are. He says, and I also with the and, and also with the contrite and lowly of spirit in order to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. God wants to revive you. He says, for I will not contend forever, nor will I always be angry. Then listen to this. For the spirit would grow faint before me and the breath of those whom I have made. God does not want you to grow faint. God does not want you to grow faint. God wants to... Uh, what word should I use? God wants to... I don't want to use the word fix. God wants to make you whole again. God wants to complete you again. So, as in Job 17 verse 1, my spirit is broken, my days are extinguished, the grave is ready for me. That is a reality. That is a truth that some of us are facing right now. But, but we can turn to the giver of life. We can turn to the one who breathed into us. We can surrender our hearts and our souls to him. We can surrender our spirits to him. Why don't you just do that right now? Why don't you do that right now? Before it's too late. Why don't you allow Jesus to come into your crushed spirit? To come into your broken heart? Allow his love. Stop looking for sympathy. Stop looking for sympathy to people. Look up to God. And then if he's going to use someone to bless you and help you with your crushed spirit and broken heart, he will. He'll find the right person for you. He'll find exactly someone who knows how you feel, who has been through what you have been through. 
or what you're going through or who is going through what you're going through. God has people who are still true. God has people who are still real. God has people who are still honest. Not everyone is a charlatan. Not anyone, everyone has turned uh, uh, God's name into some gimmick and show and, th- and, and theatrical nonsense. No, there are still certain people on this earth who are used, who are genuine with God and God uses them. And such people are authentic. And when you come across them, the healing power of God flows through them. And he, can lo- he will locate them and situate them in a place where he knows you're coming by, where he knows you'll be, where he knows you can have the conversation with that person. And healing will take place. Yes, healing will take place because God's presence is there. Because it's all orchestrated by him. It's all orchestrated by him. So please, deny the grave, your life. It's not your time. Stop allowing the power of the grave to pull you in. I know your spirit is broken. I know you feel like your days are extinguished. I know your spirit is crushed. I know your heart is torn. And it's almost as if you've made a pact with the grave that at some point it'll swallow you. It's almost as if you've agreed with the grave and that it's a matter of time, as if it's a grave that will determine when you die, when it swallows you. And I'm here to tell you it's not time. It's not your time to die. There's a time for that, but it's not your time to die. The fact that you're listening to this podcast, it's not your time. And maybe you know someone who needs to hear this as well. You're crushed, yes, but it's not your time. Broken, but it's not your time. You've agreed with death. You've agreed with the grave. And you've said things like, let me just die now. It's a matter of time and I'll take my last breath. There's nothing to live for. Yes, there is. There's a lot to live for. There's a lot to live for. What you've been through, someone else needs your experience. You need to heal. Allow God to heal you so that you can save many. Because you know deep down that nobody should have to go through what you're going through. You know deep down that it's possible to have life. You're just exhausted. You're tired. You're fed up. You're dried up and you've tried different things. And instead of people giving you what is needed, they gave you bitter food. Instead of people giving you what you needed to drink because you were thirsty, your soul, your spirit was thirsty, they gave you vinegar. But you're worth more than what they gave you. You're worth more than that bitter food. You're worth more than that vinegar. So live, breathe, 
live, deny the grave. It is not your time. It is not your time. God needs you. The world needs you. People need you. You can bring change to this world. You can bring change to this earth. Live. Allow God to build you and build you and build you and prepare you and prepare the way for you. Allow God to remove every obstacle out of your way and become the man, my brother, and become the woman, my sister, that God has ordained for you to be. Has ordained for you to be. Allow God to restore your soul. I pray for God's strength into your life right now. I pray for the rivers of living water, the rivers of living water from God to flow through you right now, to flow into you, to flow into every dry place in your life, every wilderness. Let the rivers of God flow in the name of Jesus. Every darkness, let the light of God penetrate in the name of Jesus. Every death, let the life of God, let the breath of God breathe out of your life in the name of Jesus. Jesus conquered the grave for your sake and for my sake. Do not allow the grave, the satisfaction of taking your life. When it's time, it's time. But it's not yet time, my brother. It's not yet time, my sister. God bless you. God keep you. God watch over you. God give you the strength and the power to deny the grave. God give you the strength and the power to deny the grave. God give you the strength and the power to deny the grave. Let the Holy Spirit breathe afresh upon you, hover over you, and bring you afresh anew, make you into the being that maybe you once dreamt of or you never dreamt of, but it is who you are. Let him breathe into you and become that person that he says you are, not what you've become. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we give you praise. I thank you for every life listening to this message, every soul listening to this message. Let there be life. Let there be life. Breathe, Lord. Breathe and let there be life. Let there be life. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Holy Spirit. God bless you, listeners. God bless you. God bless you. Draw strength from God. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Feel free to write to activategodspurpose at gmail.com. Activategodspurpose at gmail.com. God bless you and talk to you soon.